Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Welcome to The Wake Up, everyone. I'm Douglas James Cottrell. And I'm Les Hubert. We're here with Doug today to talk about money and spirituality. You know, it seems to be in these spiritual times, uh, and, you know, we have to face it, you know, everybody needs money to survive, but how does one reconcile materialism with being spiritual? You know, we usually think of a spiritual person as somebody who is unconcerned about earthly things and possessions such as money. Is it okay to make money as a spiritually minded person? That's an interesting concept because um, there are people who accuse uh, anybody who has a spiritual gift of misusing their gift or using their gift only to make money. Uh, they're into this misconception of uh, profit, poverty. Everyone has needs in the physical world. So people who have extra special gifts in various fields in our, in our, in our world, if they're mathematicians or musicians, do they not get rewarded for their expertise, for their ability? Are they not revered as some, something or someone special? And do they not receive compensation monetarily for demonstration of their gifts and abilities? Whether you're a scientist or an inventor, whether they're a coach or teacher, an ambulance driver, doctor, dentist, or they have some amazing talent or ability, like a child protege playing an instrument. Somewhere along that line that that's the logical procession of talent versus compensation, it gets to that point where people accuse spiritual people, people who have spiritual gifts and abilities, of misusing their ability and if they continue to charge money for their ability, that they will lose the ability. Of course, that's just uninformed opinion because people who have great spiritual abilities do receive great compens uh, compensation. If someone is the leader of a church and they're making $100,000 a year, is that wrong? If someone is able to make predictions and help people solve business problems, save people's lives, open doors to the, the student or the person, the client, to help them succeed in life, is that wrong? Is that a misuse of ability? So the idea, the concept, this comes from my mentor, Ross Peterson, was that he said to me one day, because I asked the same question, 
is that when you go to uh, to the Toronto Star newspaper and uh, Friday comes along, you put your hand out and you get paid. You've worked all week. I said, yeah, that's right. And he said, well, why don't you next Friday go back and say, no, it's okay, I don't need the money. You know, I, I just like working here. What would happen? Well, we know what would happen. You soon wouldn't be working there because they'd think there's something, you know, off with you. And, and also you'd be thrown out of your house. You wouldn't be able to provide for your family and buy groceries and things like that. So the short answer on this, sort of setting that up that way, if you have spiritual abilities and you're helping people do something, it's worth something to them. And there's a quote in the Bible that said, the workman is worth his hire. People who say to intuitive people, you're going to misuse your ability, you're going to lose your ability, you shouldn't do this or that to use your spiritual or psychic abilities to profit, have no idea what they're talking about. Instead, they are projecting their own personal opinion as if your intuition is worth nothing. Now, I have saved people's lives by telling them things intuitively. I have helped people make a lot of money in their businesses, in their life and investments. I take no credit for that. In as much as I gave them the information, they did something with it and they either used it or misused it. But shouldn't that be worth something? And although it's just a something like yes or no, sometimes helping people making a decision can save them a lot of grief. There was a very important man who had a health problem and no one else was able to help him. And he was very wealthy, had gone on to a specialist. He asked me to do my intuitive meditation, my quantum meditation. And I came up with the problem being located in the small arteries in his kidneys, that there was a blockage. The next day, he was at the Mayo Clinic and they proved what I had said to be correct. Everybody else, all the experts were overlooking it and missing it. So was that worth something? And he paid me for my, my time, my information. Did I lose the ability? Did he come back and say, listen, that was the most amazing information you gave me. All the experts in all the hospitals I've been in, including the Mayo Clinic until I went there, had missed this diagnosis, had missed this problem. Here, I want to give you a million dollars because you just saved my life. That didn't happen either. Okay, so I got my few hundred dollars for what I did. But I know that I did something special, and I know that I didn't lose my ability, and I know that all the people that had predicted I was going to lose my ability were wrong. I used to use my ability in investments on commodities, and I did well. So the proof in the pudding was that 
It's like any other ability you have. You're using it for whatever is interesting to you to use. It's not like you become more spiritual if you become more impoverished. There is that idea out there that Edgar Casey and other prophets didn't do things for money, they did them for free. And that's why they were great in their abilities. Well, it's not true. Edgar Casey built hospitals and a school in Virginia Beach. He used to charge money for his sessions. And he helped many, many, many people. It wasn't for his preliminary work and the help with Dr. Ketchum, who was the physician working with him, and the results that he came up with, which were amazing. Nobody else could come up with these uh, health concerns and remedies. Never would have heard of Edgar Casey ever. So the sustenance, the compensation, that's trivial. If somebody's doing something and they're making money at it, that's their business. And after all, life is a business. However, if people are making stuff up, you know, we're talking about the crystal ball gazers, and I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but I'm trying to say those, those charlatans, mm -hmm. then these are people not using their ability and being compensated for it. These are people who are, well, they're not being ethical and maybe they should be examined very carefully as to their ethics and what they're providing. Is it, you know, honest worker or not? That said, the concept that someone is using their spiritual abilities and making money at it and they should not do it is totally erroneous and incorrect. When somebody paints a beautiful picture, they sell it and they get paid. When I interpret somebody's dream or when I give them some information about their life and it's helpful, I should get paid. All my life, my intuition has gotten better and clearer and greater for one reason only. And that is I always wanted to help. I remember my son comparing how much I charge for sessions or readings, consultations to groceries. Used to be $25 a bag. <laughs> if you went shopping at that time back in the late 60s, early 70s, you could buy one bag of groceries for $25. I know that's impossible now. You just buy one thing and it costs $25. But back in the day, so that's how we used to compare it. I said, Dad, you know, what you're doing for people, you're saving their lives. And they're, they're people are coming here from all over the world. You ought to charge a little more than you know, your $50, $100, $300, whatever it was. Ross Peterson told me $350. One time I thought, oh my God. But as I look back, it was the things I did and the things that people did with the information I gave them went well beyond whatever amount I asked for. But not very often did people ever come back and say, you know, here's a bonus. <laughs> wow. There were a few that did and God bless them. 
But the point is that I never lost the ability. It got more responsible. The more money I charged, the more important the people were, the more serious their concerns were. And I kind of went up through the strata of society. And instead of people coming in the beginning with their racing forms and treasure maps, I got people coming in who were physicians, people in great need for information on their health and their business and their life. So the more money you charge seemed to be an indication of how much responsibility you're willing to take. And if you're getting paid, in a way, it's an indicator in reverse that you're doing a good job, that you're worth it. And therefore, as the Bible said, the workman is worth their hire. There should be no mention or no judgment or anything whatsoever about what someone is charging for their consultations or readings. That's their business. But the people who do make that claim usually are the ones that want a discount. They want the intuitive person to work for nothing. And they want everything more and more and more for nothing. Those are the people that are the true uh, deceivers. Those are greedy people. And usually those are the ones that uh, if they make a pile of money on something or other, never hear from them again. Makes sense. Hold that thought. We'll be right back after this brief message. Who's God? What's my purpose? What do my dreams mean? What are miracles? What are spiritual abilities? Was I in a past life? Who's my soulmate? What is meditation? Are your thoughts racing around on what life is or how to live it? Slow down. Find answers in Dr. Douglas James Cottrell's book, Secrets of Life. Now available at douglasjamescottrellstore.com or Amazon. There was one man, I'll tell the story just comes to mind. He called me up one day on the phone and he asked me about silver. I gave him a prediction on silver and I asked before I gave it to him, I said, I'm going to get paid for this, right? And he said, absolutely. It's a true story. It was about 1980 something, 82 or four. Anyway, he called me up on the phone about an hour or two later. And he said, how much money do you think I made on the silver commodity today? I said, I don't know, $5,000. Because commodities can make big money. All you have to do is be right, whether it's going up or down. And so, no, he said, more. I said, more? 10000 He said, no, no, more. I said, 15000 He said, no, 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 more, more. I said, 25000 He said, no, no, more, more. Wow. And I said, how much? He said, $52,000. Whoa. Now, I have experience. That might sound like a lot of money, but that is, um, um, uh, in the, in the, at the time, futures, um, if you uh, bought one 5,000-ounce 
contract of silver, 5,000 ounces, and it went up a dollar, you made $5,000. So if it went up 10 bucks, you made $50,000. And that could happen. However, just we're just talking between you and me. And so I thought, oh my God, I'm going to get 10%. This is fantastic. <laughs> I was really in need of money. It was one of those times, you know, uh, it was difficult. That's why between 82 and 86 were very difficult times for a lot of people, in particular myself. So I lived in the country and the man drove all the way up to the country from wherever it was, it wasn't too far away, an hour and a half or something. And I saw him in the, in, in, coming down the laneway. I got out of my car, I'm sorry, he got out of his car. I got. A, I went out the front door, I went to meet him. And I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, thank God I could use the money. This is amazing. I went up to him and uh, he had a strange look on his face. And I said, so you did well. And he said, yeah, I really want to thank you. And he said, how much is your telephone consultation? I said, what do you mean? Well, he said, you, you know, you do you do talk readings on, I said, yeah, I do them for $50. You know what he gave me? God. He made over $50,000 in an afternoon. And I gave him advice on the commodities that he used. And uh, for his trouble, like you say, he came all the way up to the country. He must have spent more money in gas than that 50 bucks he gave me. I almost with some great indignation, threw the money back at him, but I needed the money. <laughs> wow. And in my mind, I looked at him and he could probably see the disappointment in my face. And I didn't say it to him outright. I just uh, intuitively, telepathically said, I'm never gonna see you again. That was my next That's question was, would, you ever, would yeah. you ever read for him again? Yeah. Yep. So wow. greed is greed and uh, um, I found that people who use intuitives, very few of them actually reward the intuitive person with a bonus. Mm -hmm. So if you ask for a certain fee and you get your fee, that's it. If the person goes and makes a million dollars, in my mind, in my life, that's their business. They've used the information, they did it. In a situation where something would be fortuitous as this, I should have been a little more careful and said, you know, here's what the fee is going to be, you know. But instead, I took it as a percentage. I really needed the money, and he must have known that. But I don't know what was in his mind. But for a spiritual-minded person, if it was me and the tables were reversed, and somebody gave me a tip and I made money at it. I might give them a thousand bucks. I might give them 10%. But that's where this, what we call it, this trial of greed comes down. So the other side of the coin is you shouldn't get paid for being intuitive because you're wasting your abilities. Gratitude should be that when you talk to a spiritual person who does something wonderful for you, irrespective of what you might think of that person, that they don't need the money or they just do this as a hobby, they're entitled to compensation. Of course. Somewhere up there in the great world of balances, you know, the accounting firm up there said, let's see, you made $52,000 and you gave Doug 50 bucks. 
well, I think we're just going to make it so that we're going to roll the dice and the next investment you make, we're going to pull that money back in. And I know people that's happened to as well. So there you go, my friends. Take care of the prophets. Take care of the special people. Because they're not business people. They're just trying to help. Thank you, Doug. Uh, and thank you from our listeners. who uh, That was a very important question for many people. Uh, and uh, I'm sure you've satisfied them. Thank you. Uh, be sure to follow us or subscribe uh, by uh, following us on uh, Spotify.com, PodcastApple.com, or Anchor for The Wake Up for more interesting podcasts in the future. Thank you and good night. Okay, remember, my friends, faith is built upon belief and belief is built upon evidence. Here on The Wake Up, we seek the truth. Until next time, this is Douglas and Les saying, God bless. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.